and welcome to Talkin' Tales, where we share stories about our animal companions, their unique personalities, their zany antics, and the heartbreak of saying goodbye. I'm your host, Paul Barnett. We're going to start these first few episodes talking about some of my animal companions. Today, we start with my first ferrets. For those who aren't familiar with ferrets, they're small animals that are like an elongated kitten. They've been referred to affectionately as many things, including cat snakes and fur noodles. They remain small at just a couple of pounds. They're not related to rats or mice, but are related to otters, weasels, and skunks. They're very curious and playful creatures. They bond with each other and with humans. They think they can jump further than they can, and if given the chance, they will try to jump across an expanse of a few feet or more, only to make it a few inches. You have to protect them from themselves. Their fur is white, black, or brown, or a combination. In this episode, I refer to blazes and sables. A blaze is a white and gray ferret, often with a strip of white on its head, and sometimes deaf. A sable is brown and has a raccoon-like dark mask on its face. They tend to live five to seven years in the United States and are susceptible to a number of diseases, some of which can be easily managed and some of which can take them very quickly. They aren't for everyone and need to be properly cared for and seen by a vet who is familiar with exotic animals. You can learn more about them online or by visiting your local ferret rescue. And now, on to my first ferrets. I had recently moved over 2,300 miles to start a new job and a new life. Raising a puppy or kitten was out of the question, as I was spending long hours at work, and he or she would be alone all day. A friend suggested ferrets. I did a little research, and learned that they sleep a lot and could do so safely in a cage while I was at work. They are social creatures, and I could spend time with them at night. I wasn't fully educated on them, and didn't know there were ferret rescues, so I bought my first ferret at a pet store. I was a big fan of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show, so I named her Buffy. She was a beautiful little lady with white and gray fur and very active. She was also a thief and an escape artist, and I wouldn't have changed a thing about her. She was perfect. I had a modest cage with just a couple of levels and a hammock and some tubes for her to run through. It wasn't much, but she slept a lot, and when I was home in the evening, she had the run of the townhouse. She loved to run under the couch and then climb up on it and attempt to jump from the back of the couch onto the kitchen counter. She actually made the jump once out of many dozens of attempts, while her other attempts resulted in her sliding on the curved edge of the counter and landing on the soft carpet below. It was apparent within a month that she needed a friend, so again I went to the pet store and purchased an adorable sable ferret who I named Xander. He followed Buffy around and the two were quite a pair. I remember thinking I had somehow misplaced an accessory to a portable video game system and convinced myself I must have accidentally thrown it out, so I purchased a replacement. As soon as I unpacked the replacement, Buffy went under the couch and emerged with the original one. As this was before the age of smartphones, I had only a simple digital camera that I used sparingly, so I only have a handful of pictures of them. I told myself that if I ever got a third ferret, I would name her Willow, but that name didn't get used for about 16 years, though I did adopt many ferrets in the meantime. Xander also loved to be held, and hold my hand, in his mouth. Gently, though. 
or he would hold it in his arms. After a couple of years, I bought my first house, which meant more space for the ferrets to explore and more trouble for them to get into. This is when I learned that Buffy was an escape artist. I had set up a play area in one room using pet fencing and placed the cage in the middle of that. They remained in the closed cage while I was at work, then were allowed to play in the fenced-in area in the evenings. This, however, was not sufficient for Buffy, who saw other spaces to explore. She learned to climb up on the outside of the cage and then jump over the fence to obtain her freedom to explore the entire house. This meant I needed to use pet gates to block off certain areas. She saw those gates as springboards to the off-limits areas and quickly learned to climb them or move them. I came up with a plan to stop her escape. I took a cardboard box apart and made an A-frame roof for the cage. I then punched holes in it and used twist ties to mount it to the top of the cage. However, this little lady watched me and was devising a plan of her own. I wish I had video of this, because I wouldn't believe this if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. When I finished tying the last twist tie, Buffy went into the cage, went to the first twist tie, grabbed it with her teeth, and pulled until it unwound. She then went to the next twist tie and did the same thing, and repeated this for each one, in the order I tied them. When she was done, she went back outside of the cage, climbed the outer wall, pushed the cardboard roof off, and jumped over the fence. My only option for that day was to close her in the cage until I figured something else out. Not even that worked. This little lady figured out how to open the cage from the inside. It had a Z-shaped latch that she learned she could open by pushing down on the bars with her front paws while pulling up on the latch with her teeth. It took her seconds to pop the latch. At this point, I had no choice but to allow her to roam the pen and just leave the cage door open. All I could do then was to purchase a tarp for the top of the pen so she couldn't escape. That actually worked. There was never a dull moment with Buffy and Xander, until the unexpected happened. I came home from work one day in 2004 and found that Xander had passed away at just three years old. He had not shown any signs of having any issues. He was fine when I left for work that morning. I regret not having a necropsy done to know what took him. Buffy missed her baby brother, but at barely four years old, she was still very active and needed a playmate. After several weeks, baby Zoxon joined our family. I named him Zoxon because I wanted the Z sound in honor of Xander, but his paws were all white, so it looked like he had socks on. He was ablaze and deaf and had lots of energy. Buffy knew how to manage him, though, and they quickly became friends. She showed him all of her favorite places to explore, and he learned quickly. In early 2008, at just about seven years old, Buffy started to slow down. Her fur had turned all white, and she had a mass growing in her stomach. Her vet was unable to do anything about the mass, and in April of 2008, I watched as Buffy took her last breath. It was the first time I lost a ferret, and my first loss of a pet as an adult, and I did not take it well. It didn't help that as I was leaving the vet office, the piped-in music was playing Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton.
Over the years, I've adopted and fostered, not purchased, many other ferrets. But I will never forget my first ferrets and all that I learned about how incredibly loving and smart they are. I still think about how Xander would lay in my arms and hold my hand, and how Buffy would figure out how to escape anything, and how the two of them would stand against the pet gate and look up at me, waiting to be picked up or use my arm to climb up. I have memorials to them on my wall and still say goodnight to them. I hope they're having a blast over the Rainbow Bridge, and I hope we'll be together again one day and I can show them how much I've learned about ferrets since then. Thank you for listening to our first episode of Talkin' Tales. If you'd like to share a story about a special pet, visit us at TalkinTalesPodcast.com or reach out to us on Twitter at Talkin' Tales. That's T-A-L-K-I-N-T-A-I-L-S.